Parshas Masay Rishon, chapter 33, verse 1, Pedek Lamed Gimel, Posik Aleph. The Torah is going to now uh, detail, enumerate the 42 stops, uh, journeys that the uh, Bnei Yisrael journeyed, the different, the 42 stops that they had during their 40-year uh, travel in the desert, in the Midbar Sinai, in the Midbar. Now, Rashi is going to give us uh, two interpretations. Why is the Pasuk, why is the verse telling us about this? The first one is to tell us that um, notwithstanding that they were for 40 years, they weren't traveling the whole time. Hashem had mercy upon them and they didn't really travel all that much as Rashi will calculate because there's a total of 42 Masois and then you'll see that they're actually within 38 years they only had 20 travels uh, 20 stops so that's not really all that much so that is to teach us about Hashem's uh, um, kindness uh, that still uh, notwithstanding they were in the desert they weren't traveling all the time um and uh, the other uh, uh, part is that we're going through the details of all the various stops as a reminder uh, for the different things of history, what took place in these stops. Some places things could happen, some uh, difficult things happened, as we'll see in the Rashi. The only thing is, since there was a... Um, uh, Stops didn't seem to be that frequent. You know, the Pasik initially, when it says that the they went Ba'amud Eish Onon, the Pasik talks about Yesh Asher, it stood for a day, sometimes for a day and a night, as the Pasik uh, brings it out. Sukim and Parshish Bahaloischo and Perik Tes, Pasik Yutes, the Pasik is Baharich Honor Al Mishkan Yomim Rabim, Bisham Rubnezos Mishmas Hashem Velo Yiso. Yesh, and sometimes a few days ala mishkon from the evening till the morning day and night and the pasuk or two days or a month so in that description of the psukim it seems like the Torah was saying that it was a whole various different kinds of journeys, and here we're actually minimizing them uh, and saying that there was only 42. Let's look inside in the Pesukim and the Rashi, we'll see. Zogda Pesuk, Eile Masei Bnei Yisrael, the following are the journeys of the sons of Israel. Asher Yotzu Meretz Mitzrayim, that they went out from the land of Egypt. Litziv Oisom, by their legions. Biyad Moshe Ve'arin, in the hands of Moshe Aaron, because when they went out, Lechatchila together, it was mainly Moshe with the assistance of Aaron, as initially when Moshe Dabinu came, Hashem says, Moshe and Aaron together led the Bnei Yisrael, Litzivoisim, to the legions out of Mitzrayim. So, Trashi, Eile, Masei, these are the journeys. So, Trashi, Lomo Nichtuvu Hamasois Halalu. What's the reason? that these journeys were recorded over here. Why are they written down over here? This is to tell you the kindness of Hashem. 
שאף על פי שגוזר עליהם even though he had decreed upon them לטלטלום to move them around ולהניהם במדבר and for them to be moved in the midbar. And the Pasik just finished saying when Moshe Rabbeinu was rebuking the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruven, he quotes in Pasik Yud Gimel, Vayichar af Hashem b'Yisro v'yiniyem b'midbar arboim shono, Dr. Ashi v'yitautlem minno v'nod. So notwithstanding the fact that Hashem moved them around in the midbar the 40 years, as we learned earlier in Parsha Shlach, that Hashem decreed that they should be for 40 years in the midbar, so notwithstanding that, don't say that they were moving and they were uh, constantly going around, uh, being put from one journey to the other journey. All the 40 years. They didn't have any relaxation. There was no rest. They were always traveling. So he says, when we see the Masois, we will see that actually there was very, uh, very few stops. There wasn't that many traveling. Now, uh, we, um, even if you say 42, and uh, you would divide it equally, it would be approximately one per year. But as we're going to see, even that didn't take place. Because as Rashi is going to make the Cheshbin, that 14 took place in the first year from the time they left Egypt until the first year, till the next, within the next Tishrei, there was only 14 journeys. And then eight journeys took place in the last year of the desert. Uh, after, actually, uh, towards the end of the last year of the desert, from, of, from when Aaron died. So you have 14 and 8 which is uh, 22, and 22 minus 42, which is the total of the Masois, equals 20. So that means that in 38 years, they traveled 20 stops. So that's not such a uh, long, not so much moving around. And this is the chasod of, this is what the Torah is telling you. Let's look inside. Because when you count them, there is not here but 42 journeys. So you have to take out of this count 14. Because if you take out 14 of this general number, they were first year before the decree took place. Rashi seems to say, so that wasn't part of the punishment, because they weren't punished yet in the first year. So we can't say that those Masois were a punishment in such a severe way that they have to move around, because those Masois were not related to the punishment. Even though Rashi, before in Parsha Shlach, in Perik Choftes, Posek Lamed Gimel, Rashi brings down over there that the Hashem had in mind the Gezeda Mishasa Siyas Egel. And we're actually counting the first year of the Midbar, of the 40 years that Hashem says they will be, starts from the Siyas Egel. That's why we don't have 40 years from the Shiluach HaMalagli from the second year, but we have the 40 years from the first year. But still, the actual Gezeda, when Hashem said, Tamali so awesome, 
even though we counted from the first year, but that wasn't part of the moving from as part of the Gezeira. Fakert, that is also a kindness of Hashem, that He calculated the first year that they already gone as part of the 40 years. But here the point that we're trying to make, that the punishment that Hashem said they should be in the desert, which came out in the open after the seeing of the doing of the Maraglim, we can't count the journeys that were before because at that point the, the uh, punishment wasn't there. And we're going to show that from the time of the punishment, uh, it was only uh, 20 masters, as we're going to calculate. So first we take out the 40 masters that were all in the four, first year before the Gezeda, as we'll see when we count, start counting the Masois, that is Mishenosu Meramsis Achebo Lirisma. From coming to Ramses until Lirisma, when you count in the Posik, you'll see that Ayisu uh, Meramsis and Posik Gimel, and then eventually it says that from in Posik Yutchez, Ayisu Mechatzeirut Vayachnu Berisma. Risma was the place where the Meraglim, if you count, you'll see there's 14 Masoys over there. So, Mishinosu Meramsis Achebol Risma until they came to Risma. Rash is going to explain later on that this Risma is in Midbar Poron, is the Kodesh Barneya, is the Kodesh that mentioned in previous Parsha Matas Kodesh Barneya, and over there it says in Kodesh, in Parsha Dvorim, in Kodesh, there was Midbar Poron. That is all the Risma. Risma Rashi explains is called because of the Loshan Hore that they spoke. Kachle is summoned from the Pasik of Tehillim. But nevertheless, Risma is the place of sending of the Meraglim. So we know that we had 14 journeys up till then. Now this was all in the Shana Rishayna. Uh, because Shenemar. Because the Posik in uh, earlier in Perikid Beis, Posik Tazayin, and Posikid Gimel, Posik Beis, it says in the Bos Psukim, first it says in the end of Bahaloischo, it says, after the story that took place with Miriam, it says, which that took place in Chatseris. So over there it says the people, they journeyed from Chatseris. And then it says, And as a follow-up to that, it says, And we, so we see that the Shlach L'Chanoshim followed that. And as the Posik says later on over there, Posik Gimel, it was Midbar Poron, and then they sent from Kodesh, Kodesh, he said Midbar Poron, the Posik said before, in Master Kodesh Barneya, but this was all, the, the, the Ha'om came from Chatzedos, and then there was Shlach L'chanoshim. Uh, so, how do we know, Rashi says, that Risma that we determined here is the place of the Meraglim, is the same place as the Kodesh that over there. So this is what Rashi is bringing a proof. Since over there it says from Chatzedos, they came from, they went to Midbar Porot. And then it was Noshim. And here in Pasuk Yudchez Vekan, the Pasuk says, They came from Chatzedos, meaning Risma is the stop after Chatzedos. And before the Shlach Noshim came, the stop after 
Vayisu Ha'om from Chatseris. So just like the story of the Miraglim happens on the journey, on the stop that followed uh, the story, when the journey from Chatseris to Vayachna Midbar Poron, so over there that Rizma is the same Vayachna Midbar Poron. So from this you can see that that Rishma is in Midbar Poron. And when you count in our Parsha from Ramses to Rishma, you'll have 14 Masois. Why does Rashi say that this was all in the Shonda Rishoyna? Because we learned in the Parsha's Baal the Pasik says that the Yidden were in camp the whole time in... Uh, the Midbar Sinai. And then, in the Posik in Perik Yud, Posik Yud Aleph, it says, Vahi, Vashona Hashenis, Bachoidish Hasheni, Basrim Bachoidish. That on the second year, on the second month, that's year, on the 20th day, Chof Yir, Nalo Onun Mamishkan Eidus. And as Rashi pointed out, that the Yidden were encamped from Rishchoidish Sivan. Ten days less than a year, almost a full year, because they left at the 20th day of, of year. So that was already the Shona Shniya. That is when the journey started. So from there, uh, in a few, a little bit later on, they ended up in, uh, in the Rizma. Uh, they ended up in Midbar Poram, where the Maraglim took place. That's where the Gzeda took place. So when Rashi says Shonda Rishoyna, it was actually more than the Shonda Rishoyna because it was Shonda Rishoyna started with uh, the month of Nisan and by the month of Iyar till Chof Iyar they were still there. And then we had the journeys in Kivras HaTaiva, in the uh, Chatseris, in the other places. And, uh, and then they came to Midbar Partner. So it means... That minimally a year, but it was actually even more than a year. So, in the first year, uh, 14, at least 14, the first year and more than the year, in other words, before the Gezeda the Maraglim, the Yidna already journeyed 14. So, we have to deduct of the 42, 14 that took place in the first year. It's Lav Davki in the first year, it means in the first year plus some in the second year, but up till the Shluch HaMaraglim took that place in the beginning of the second year, it took place in the somewhere after a few months in the beginning of the second year. But still, the first year plus. Then we have to take Ches Masois. You also have to take out eight journeys that takes place after Aaron passed away. Aaron passed away. That is when you count the stops from where, where uh, Aaron passes away. And you count till Arvis uh, till they came to the plains of Moyev, which was their final journey. So you have eight Masois in the Pasik. That's the eighth stop. So that means now you have uh, 14 and 8, that's 22, and that took place Bishnas Harboim in the 40th year. 
Now, we know it took place in the 40th year because the Pasuk says so. Later on, the Pasuk says, when the Pasuk records, when again, when Aaron passed away, so Pasuk Lametes, Perik Lamet Gimel, it says, Va'arin ben Sholosh ve'esir mama'as shona, he was 123 years old, Be'moisa when he died, Be'hoir ha'or. And then the Pasuk says, in Pasuk Lametes, before that, that he died there, the Torah says clearly in the fifth month of the first day of the month that is on Rosh Chodesh of is when Adrin HaKoyin passed away. So Rosh Chodesh of was already in the 40th year. The 40th year started uh, in the month of Nisan over then. In the time and the Yidin came when it says, in the beginning of Chukas, and Kola Eido, uh, that was already also in the uh, 40th year. And from there they went on uh, those journeys, but until they came to Hayrahar, which was where, where Arun uh, passed away on Rishchaydish Av. So this was already in the 40th years. So the Amazon. The Lachayre, starting in Perik Chov and Parshas Chukas Pasuk Aleph, the Pasuk says, "Vayavoyu bnei Yisroel kol Eidim midbarzin." It says, "Bachaydus Hadishin." Lachayre, that was the beginning of the Shnas Harboim. It doesn't say which day Bachaydus Hadishin, but Lachayre, the Shnas Harboim, you start to counting from the month of Nisan, uh, and uh, so that would mean that we can add two more Masoys. Then there would be sixteen Masoys. Rashi brings down from Hoyr Hahor. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the, over here, but really you can say another two from Kodesh because of Kodesh and Hoyrahar were all after Bachoydish Adishin. Maybe the, uh, exactly the days of Arboim Shona in Midbar doesn't begin with Bachoydish Nisan. Maybe the 40 years begins from the date that the Meraglim uh, were sent uh, or when they came back. Uh, we see that. Uh, they went for 40 days, and at least, I mean, Rashi, no, Rashi brings it down, but we know that the Bechia took place on Tishabov, so you got to back up uh, 40 days, Yom Lashono, and um, so maybe the 40 years starts from, the official count of 40 years starts from around uh, of or beforehand, maybe that's why Rashi, but... Uh, but definitely when uh, Aaron passed away, uh, that is definitely Bishnah Sarboim. Uh, the Torah calls it Bishnah Sarboim later on. And the Torah says, um, uh, It says Bnei Yisrael Mitzrayim, the 40, as we said before, doesn't count from the Shluch HaMeraglim. It starts from when the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim. The Yidin went out of Mitzrayim in the middle of Nisan. Uh, we say with regards to the Yom Tovim. So the question is, should it should uh, uh, make sense? I guess what I'm trying to find out, we can bring two more masoes that took place in the 40th year, not only from Hoyer Hor, but already starting from Kodesh Burvatomis Shamiriam, the Chedes Mefurish in the Pasik that takes place on the month of Nisan already. Okay, we need to look into that further. But in any event, at least 14 we have over here, what's Bishnah Sarboy? Nimso, so it turns out 
So if we take off this, so we have from 42, we have minus 20. Now Rashi's already brought down before that there seems to be uh, a contradiction in the Chumash of Devarim. Rashi in Chukas in Perik Chafala Posik Dalid. Rashi brings down over there in the Posik it says, Yamsuf. Rashi brings down uh, that uh, uh, because uh, the Posik says, uh, it's a posik in Dvorim, Perikut posik vov, and Rashi asks, "Vichibu meseido meis, valoi bahor haor meis." And Rashi says that they went backwards. The shev masoyis meseida dehor, and the Rashi says the same same thing again a second time. When Rashi explains in, uh, in Pashas Pinchas, in Perik Chavov and posik Yud Gimel. Rashi explains it why there were some families missing over there. Uh, he brings down uh, that um, uh, the Bnei Leit, some of them went back. The point I want to say is they went back to Seth Maso. It's also similar as the Rashi uh, in the Parshish Chukas. But the point here is that they did journey within those Masois. Uh, the Pasuk records as if they went back. So even though there's only 20 Masois left over here, uh, minus the 14 and 8 of the 42. Those Masois were journeyed back and forth. Now, Rashi explains that uh, some of them went back and Bnei Levi went to chase them, but it seems like there was more other Tiltulim. But the main ones that the Pasuk records over here is to teach us that from the 42, we have to minus 14 and 8. Nimtza, it turns out, Shekol, Shmoino, Ushloi, Shimshono, that the entire 38 years, Loinosu, Ela, Esri, Masois, there were only 20 Masois. So if you divide 20 Masois on 38 years, it doesn't come to be that much. And this is from the uh, interpretation that is founded by the Moshe. Uh, the he gives another reason why the Torah is going through the journeys now. That it's Moshe Lamelech, this is a Moshe to a king, whose son was sick. And he takes him to a far place to heal him. So, in that case, uh, later on on his way back, came once they were returning, his father started enumerating all their journeys uh, on the way back. It doesn't mean that they went back on those same stops, but when they're going back, he's recounting all their stories. Omar Loi says to him, Kan over here we uh, uh, slept, or we yeshavnu another gear, so we relaxed. Here we got cold, we were we got sick. Here you got uh, uh, head hurt you. So going through all the history, so in a way, mentioning the places reminds them of what took place. So Moshe Rabbeinu 
was recounting, the Torah is recounting that the Bnei Yisrael, just to go over a little bit the good and the bad, what took place during their uh, trip over here. Still understand what Rashi wants exactly with this mushul and with the with the chayla. I mean, the Yidden were uh, sick then, but they're going back. In this case, they're going to Eretz Yisrael, or they're feeling better. They did tshuva. They're going to Eretz Yisrael to just do um, the details of this mushul and how it applies over here. We'll go by to. So, Vayichtov Moshe. So Moshe records. Moshe writes down as Moitzoeim. They're going forth to their journeys by the mouth of Hashem, by the instruction of Hashem. As we said before, that all these things, the Amud Eish in Parshish Mois, in Chumish, in Beshalach, and then we know in Parshish Bamidbar, Vahibin Soya Orin, the Eish Rashi described in Parshish Bahaloischa. The procedure, how they would go and how they would journey, the cloud, it was all done up Hashem. So the Eile and the following is Mas Eihem, their journeys, Lemoitzo Eihem, as they went forth uh, in their journeys. So Vayisu Meramses, first they journeyed from Ramses, that's Mitzrayim, and they journeyed Bachoidesh Horishoin, that was in the first month, Bachamisha also Yem Lachoidesh Horishoin. That was on the 15th day of the first month. That was Mimocharas HaPesach. The day after Pesach. Because on the 14th, the Yidin were commanded to bring the Korban Pesach, which they tied down. They had to tie down the lamb to the beds. And they inspected it for the uh, five days. And then they shechted it and they brought the Korban Pesach on the 14th day of Nisan. And Memochres HaPesach, Yotzu Bnei Yisrael, the sons of Israel, went out of Mitzrayim from Ramses, beyond Roma, with a raised hand, Le'ene called Mitzrayim before the eyes of all the Egyptians. And during that same time, says the Pasuk Dalit, U Mitzrayim Mekabrim, and the Egyptians were burying this that Hashem had smitten in them, called Bechoyer all the firstborn. The uh, Hashem at that time, at that night, the night of the 14th, uh, towards the 15th, uh, when the Yidden were eating the Korban Pesach, and they say to Pesach Beisim, the uh, that night Hashem went over to Mitzrayim, Hashem killed all the firstborn. So by the next day, the Egyptians were busy burying this that Hashem had smitten, all the Bechoyr. And God made the judgments also in their gods. The Posik in Shmois Pedicute Bays, Posikute Bays, the Posik says over there, um, the case is called Bechoyr. Then it says, "Zubichol elikei Mitzrayim es shvotim." So this is uh, the shvotim that was the pasuk says, "Zubei loyheim osa Hashem shvotim." What specifically does it mean, osa bem shvotim? So the Rebbe brings down in the Haggadah that when it says in the pasuk, "Perikud base pasuk chavtes v'Hashem hikokol b'choyir." Then it says, 
So the Mechilta, the Chumas say that the Behema Loksa Shoyis have a Zorah Shalohem, because that was their idol. So this is what means Uvelehem Asar Shafatim. Now, what's the connection? Why does the Pasik bring down all of a sudden here that Mitzrayim Mekabrim as Asher Hika Hashem? Zoktarashi that Trudim Ba'avlom that they were preoccupied with their mourning, with the death of their Bechoyrim, and this was the reason that they did not pay attention that they let the Bnei Yisrael out. Um, but Bamison, it's not only that they weren't, uh, didn't uh, stop them from going, but it says that they were pushing them to go out quicker and quicker, as the Pasik says, that relates in, in the Parshas, in Parshas uh, Boy. Example in Perikut Beis Pasuk Lamad Gimel Vatechzak Mitzrayim Ala Om Lemar Leshalchem Enoritz Ke Amru Kulanu Meisim that they was rushing to get them all out of Mitzrayim. So why does the Pasuk need to give here a reason that Mitzrayim Mekabrim? That's why because they were trudim beEvlom uh, as a reason for. Um, actually, this contradicts would seem what the Pasuk is trying to say. Yotzu Bnei Yisrael Biyod Rama. In front of the eyes, that means uh, defiantly, not uh, that they were sneaking out because they were preoccupied with their mourning. Anyways, we'll go weiter. Vayisu bnei Yisrael me Ramses. So Yidin journeyed from Ramses. That's from Mitzrayim. Vayachanu besukkes. And they camped in Sukkis. Pasik vav. Vayisu mesukkes. And they journeyed from Sukkis. Uh, and they camped in Aesom, which was at the edge of the desert, right before the desert. Now this that they left from Ramses, we see already in Parshish Boy, in Shemois, Perik Yudbeis, Posik Lamed Gimot, Lamed Zayin, it says, and then the Posik says they went to Sukhoiso, and the Kishesh Melsel of Ragli, and Ashes brought down already the Akanfin to show him that all the Yidden gathered uh, quickly into Ramses, and then from Ramses they all went to Sukkis. And this that they went from Midbar, is exactly in Parshish Bishalach in Perik Yud Gimel, Posik Chof, the Posik says over there, Vayisu me Sukkis, Vayachnu Veesom. This is Bikzea Midbar, he says Asher Bikzea Midbar, the word Asher. And then, Posik Zayin, Vayisu me Eisom, Vayoshov al pi hachidois, Asher al pnei bal tzifoin. So from Eisom they went, Vayoshov means they turned back uh, to camp al pi hachidois. Uh, this is what Rashi says over there uh, in Perik Yudalad, the Posik Beis, and Rashi says Yeshuvu means Lachereim, they should go backwards, Litzad Mitzrayim, Hoyimekarvin Koyem Ashlishi, Kidei Lahato, he says Parei, they were going towards Parei to trick him, that Yemer Taimim Aderech, that they are getting lost, Kimoshe Nemar Vama Parlevne Yisroel. So this is they were going backwards. That's Vayoshov. And as Rashi says over there, Apia Chiris, Chiris comes from Loshon Chiris. Because at that point, there was, it was really, it was Pisoim, and they were freed now. They, and there's like two large stones. That is the Pia Chiris. 
which is facing Baal Tzfoyin. Rashi prays, over there explains that he was the only one that was left of all the Egyptian gods. Um, and this seems like when Rashi says, uh, meaning that it was the animals, but apparently, just like that Baal Tzfoyin, they had other that Hashem destroyed. It would seem from this Rashi, that Rashi says, Rashi is trying to explain uh, that is similar to the Baal Tzifoyin. Now, Baal Tzifoyin is not an animal, it's not a behemoth, like we said before from the Tanchuma that the Rebbe brings down the Haggadah, but that seems to be a, uh, some sort of an, uh, an idol worship over there. And when it says, that would be just older gods, whatever they worshipped over there. Uh, Hashem destroyed them. That was only Nishar Mikola Lehemitzrayim. So in Pashtas in Rashi doesn't mention uh, that the Behemoth was there, uh, but um, uh, Rashi already said uh, that we will shecht uh, uh, so we know that Avas Mitzrayim, uh, this was their abomination. So they, they also worship the animals. So it's, it's probably everything. But in any event, this was the Baal Tzifoyin, and Rashi says, especially Hashem le- left him to make them uh, make a mistake that the Baal Tzifoyin is stopping them. And Vayachanu Lifnei Migdol, and they camped in front of Migdol. Rashi, over, the Pasuk over there says, Ben Migdol, Ben Hayom. Uh, over there, the Pasuk is telling us also how the uh, they were stuck, and then Hashem split the the Yamsu for them, as the, the, the Torah describes over there. But now the Torah is short. We are just telling us the stops. And the Torah says, They journeyed from in front of the Chiros, of that place. And they went through in the uh, Yam, in the Yamsuf, as the Posik says, I shall split the Yamsuf over there. And before they were in the Ktsayah uh, Midbar and Esom, so now Vayelchu Derech Shloshis Yomim, the Midbar Esom, they went uh, a three day journey in the Midbar Esom and Vayachnu Bemora and they camped in Mora. In Bishalach, in Perik Tezvav, Posik Chavbeis, it says Vayasa Moshe Sislom Yamsu Vayetsu El Midbar Shur. He calls the Midbar, calls that section of the Midbar is called Midbar Shur. And it says, And they went in three days in the Midbar. So here we call it the Midbar Esom. Over there the Pasuk calls it Midbar Shur. But then the Pasuk says, They camped in Mora. The Pasuk says, uh, So even though it says, Over here, uh, is a way of three days. And before it says, In Beshalach it says, They went Yomim. Midbar, they actually went three days in the Midbar. The Loshon Derech Shloshis Yomim in the Pashas Baloischa in Perik Yud, Posik Lamed Gimel, it says, Vayisu Mahar Hashem Derech Shloshis Yomim. Like we say here, with Derech Shloshis Yomim, Rashi of the Taiches, Mahalach Shloshis Yomim, Hoch Biyem Echod. That it says a way of three days doesn't mean they walked three days, but it was a derech shloshis Yomim, because Akadish Baruch who wanted to take him in Lachnisim Laaretz and he made them walk. Uh, beforehand uh, what it takes uh, they did it right away but over here we see clearly in the Pasuk in the, not that it wasn't Derech Shloshis Yomim but in Pasuk in Beshalach it says they actually went for three days in the in the Midbar 
in Pasik Tess, Vayisu mi Moro, they journeyed from Moro, and Vayavoyu a Limo, and they came, they came to a Limo, Uve Elim, and in Elim, Elimo means two Elim, place was Elim, and in Elim there were Shtem Esrei Enois Mayim, there were twelve wells of water, Vishivim Tamorim, and seventy palm trees, Vayachnu Shom, and they camped over there. Now in Parshish Bishalach in Perik uh, Tazayin, it says Vayavoyu. Uh, actually, this is in the last pasuk in Perik Tazvav, pasuk Chavzayin. It says Vayavoyu a limo. Uh, they came to Elim. Uh, doesn't say but what they were before in Mora, and then they came to Elim. And then of the pasuk also says that Vesham Shtei Masrimayim Vishivin Tamorim. Rashi explains over there that the uh, purpose of the uh, significance of the 12 Enes Moim that is corresponding to 12 tribes and the Shivan Timorim that is corresponding to the 70 elders. Uh, 70 elders actually takes place much later over here with the with Moshe Rabbeinu but apparently there were 70 uh, elders were even at that point also uh, to some extent, uh, the number seventy over then, then two. So that's the what's related here in Pasik Test, the twelve Enes Maim and the Shemit Morim. Pasik Yud, Vayisume Elim, Vayachanu Al Yamsuf. So they came from Elim and they camped on the Yamsuf. Now over there in the Pasik Perik Tazayim Pasik Aleph, it says Vayisume Elim, and it says Vayavoy Koados Bnei Yisrael Amid Sin. Asher ben Elim ben Sinai, uh, and over here we have an extra stop by us in Masay. It says Ma'elim vayachnu al Yam al Yamsuf, and then it says the next pasuk in Sheni in Yudala vayisu meYamsuf vayechnu b'midbar Sin. That whole stop that takes place by the Yamsuf isn't mentioned in Parshas Bishalach. Now we'll see that there's also several Masoyes in the pasuk in Bishalach. Over there, further on, it also mentions uh, that straight uh, when they came from Midbar Sin, it's in Perik Yudzayim Pasik Aleph, it says, Lema'aseihem, Api Hashem, it says, But it doesn't tell you the all the middle that we'll find in the Psukim over here, that from, uh, they went to Dovka, Dovka and Olush, we don't find those Psukim in, in Parshat B'Shalom, because over there it's not the detail of all the Masois. So we have to say that the same thing is with the Yamsuf, even though it says Me'elim, they went to Midbar Sin, but in the way, they went to Midbar Sin, but they did camp on the Yamsuf. Now this also tells us that even though uh, the Yamsuf was before, when it was, when they came, Be'esom, Ba'yoshva Piachide, so that was the Fneha Yom, but the Yamsuf was long, and it was in different spots as they were walking, walking along, uh, they actually entered into the Yamsuf and they went out on the same sides as Rashi discussed earlier. Uh, also, the Gemara in Orchin and Toysus over there that the Oisei Mokim that he entered, that's the way they went out. It uh, still has to be all looked into the exact view of Rashi in it, but uh, still there was a Yamsuf over there and this was the other stop from Elim. That they camped by the Yamsuf. That the Posik begins here in Perik, in Posik Yud Aleph, 
Perek Lamad Gimel Pasuk Yudalef Chapter Thirty Three Verse Eleven. The Pasuk begins Vayisu MeYamsuf Vayachanu BeMidbar Sin. That they journeyed from Yamsuf and they camped in the Midbar Sin. Uh, the Psukim uh, and Parshas B'Shalach don't tell us about this camp Yamsuf. Over there it says Vayisu MeElim, and from Elim they came straight to. The Midbar Sin. Over here we say that from Elim the captain Yamsuf, and from the Yamsuf they went to Midbar Sin. Then the Posik says in Posikut Beit, Vayisu Midbar Sin, Vayachanu Bedovka. So here too in the Perikut Zion in Shmois, Posik Aleph, the Torah said, just says, Vayisu Koladas Me Yisrael, Me Midbar Sin, Lemas Ehem. And it says, Api Hashem. And then it says, Vayachanu Birifidim. And it doesn't go through all these camps that we're talking about over here. So Vayisu Midbar Sin, Vayachanu Bedovka, they camped in Dovka, Vayisu Medovka, and they journeyed from Dovka, Vayachanu Baolush, and they camped in Olush. Vayisu Olush, and they traveled from Olush, Vayachanu Birfidim, and they camped in Rifidim. And again, the Torah says, Veloihoyo Shomayim Lom Lishtos, the People did not have water to drink, and that refers to the also in the Pasuk days in Perikudzayin in Beshalach in Shmois it says Vayachnu Birfin Vemayim Lishteisa Om. And uh, the uh, Pasuk doesn't elaborate over there, but uh, the Yidden were complaining, and there where Hashem says that. Uh, he should go ahead and bang the rock, and he took out the water for them to drink from there. That was the Hikisa Batsur, the whole story with the water. But the Pasuk just says, Lo Lom To understand, what, why is the Pasuk only mentioning Lo Lom Rashi brought before the Tanchuma, recounting some of the stories, but why this detail? Only, all right, and then why this story? But that needs to be looked in further. Further by Yisu Merifidim. So now they journey from Refidim by Yachanu the Midbar Sinai, and they camp in the desert of Sinai. And this we learn in Parshish Yisro in Shmois Perikutes, Pasuk Aleph, uh, that the Yidden came by Midbar Sinai. It says Vayisu Mirfidim, Vayovoyu Midbar Sinai, Vayachanu by Midbar Vayichan Shom Yisro Negedor. Now in Bahaloischa, once we do it, we jump over all the ways from. We're up to now into Parshish Baaloischa. Over there in the Pasik Perik Yud, Pasik Yud Aleph, it says, the 20th day of the month of year, the Anon went up from the Mishkan Eidus, and it says, So over there it says that the Anon rested in Midbar Poron. Rashi says over here, the Pasik says over here, Vayisu Mirfidim Vayachanu Bemidbar Sinai. They were the whole time. No, no, sorry. You know, uh, um, so it says Midbar Poron, uh, uh, and it says uh, from Midbar Sinai, Vayachanu Bekimres Hataiba. Over there, it seems first they came to Midbar Poron, and. Um, and then it, the Posik in Perikud Aleph uh, starts saying that um, the, uh, there was a misoin in him. Um, and 
and they called the place over there Taveira. But then later on, it says a Safsa should be Kibisavotaiva, and the Pusik finally concludes that um, they uh, called the place Kibisavotaiva. Uh, as the Pesach says in Perek Yudalev, Pesach Lamed Dalet, Yikra Hashem Mokmahu Kivres HaTaiva Kishom Kovres HaMamisavim. So it looks like first it was Taveira, then it became Kivres HaTaiva, and beforehand it was just the Midbar Poron. But this is the Midbar Sinai, this was the first stop, was the stop of Kivres HaTaiva. And then, from there the Pesach continues, Vayisum Kivres HaTaiva Vayachnu Bechat Seiris. For Kivres HaTaiva, Pesach Yudzayin says they went from Kivres HaTaiva to Chatzeris. This is in Posik in Baal Oishcho, in Perik Yud Aleph, Posik Lamed Hei. It says, Bekivres HaTaiva, HaTnosom Chatzeris, Vayu BeChatzeris. And that's where the story with Miriam took place. Posik Yud Ches, Vayisu MeChatzeris, Vayachnu BeRisma. From Chatzeris, they camped in Risma. Now actually, in the Posik, at the end of Baal Oishcho, in Perik Yud Beis, Posik Tezayin, it says, Vayachnosom MeChatzeris, Vayachnu BeMidbar Poron. And then in Midbar Poran, the Pasuk is going to say this was in Kodesh, and the Pasuk before called it Kodesh Barneya in Parshas Matis. But Rashi is going to explain that we call it over here, that's the same place called Rismo. Rismo is in the Midbar Poran over there. So in Midbar Poran already, from Midbar Sinai, they went to Midbar Poran, as the Pasuk said. But we said that they called it later on Taveira, and then it was called Kivres HaTaiva, and then they went to Chatzeris. But then apparently they went again to uh, the Midbar Poron, Ve'yesaviyachanu Midbar Poron. Like I said before, the Pasik in Perik Yud, in Bamidbar, in Baloischa, in Pasik Yud Beis says, Ve'yishkena on Midbar Poron. So there was Midbar Poron, but that was the Kivres HaTaiva, that was the Taveri Kivres HaTaiva. And now again they came into, uh, into uh, Midbar Poron, from uh, uh, from Mechatzeru uh, Vayachnu uh, Rishma Rishma was in Kodesh Barnea, which was in the Midbar Poron. Rashi explains here Vayachnu Berishma. Why we call that the Midbar Poron? Uh, why we call that the Rishma? So Rashi al Shem Loshen Hora Shel Meraglim. This is because named after the evil tongue that the Meraglim spoke. Shenemar because we see the Loshen. Uh, of uh, of uh, Risma with regards to Loshon Hora, the pasuk in Tehillim Perik of Chof, pasuk Imodal says, "Ma'itin lecho, ma'yosef loch Loshon Rimia, chitzeg gibeir shenunim imgach lirisomim." Means, what benefit is it to you from the tongue that speaks bad on his friend uh, and uh, speaks falsely? Uh, they uh, kill, they kill like uh, sharpened shnunim, like sharpened arrows of a strong one. Uh, that is like coals uh, uh, like that are burning coals that are burning inside, even when they're outside, they are... Uh, Look like extinguished, so gachlid is summum. So the word of roisem, roisem is a lotion of re, this burning coals, is a, uh, an equation, a hint for uh, lotion horror that was spoken by um, 
the Maraglim. As Rashi said, that Lomanismocha to Parshas uh, Maraglim to the Parshas of Miriam, that they she spoke Loshnor and they spoke Loshnor and they didn't learn from uh, them not to speak Loshnor. Posik Yud Tes. And then. From this point on, we have the 20 Masos that Rashi mentioned in the beginning, which took place during the 38 years, because this we have a record of in the Chumash in the story. Now from here on, uh, up till we get to Hayrahor, uh, before Hayrahor, till Kodesh, uh, that we have, uh, again, uh, that's in Parshish Chukas, in Sheni, in which the whole Kobane Yisrael came to uh uh, the uh, the midbar over there uh, to to Kodesh, but midbar Tzin. So till till then, we'll go right in the pasuk over here. Vayisu uh, meirisma, they journeyed from Risma vayachnu berim in poretz, and they camped in poretz. Vayisu berim in poretz, they journeyed from in poretz vayachnu belivna, and they camped in livna. Vayisu melivna, they journeyed from livna vayachnu berisa. And they camped in Risa. Vayisu Risa, and they journeyed from Risa. Vayachnu bekeilosa, and they camped in Keilosa. Vayisu mekeilosa, and they journeyed from Keilosa. Vayachnu bahar shofer, and they camped in har shofer. Vayisu mehar shofer, and they journeyed from har shofer. Vayachnu bacharod, and they camped in charod. Vayisu mecharod, they journeyed from charod. Vayachnu bemakhelis, and they camped in makhelis. Vayisu bemakhelis, they journeyed from makhelis. Vayachnu besochas, and they camped in sochas. Vayisu Mitochas, they came journey from Toch Yachnu Besorach and they camped in Sorach. Vayisu Mitorach, and they journeyed from Torach, Vayachnu Bimisko, and they camped in Misko. Vayisu Mimisko, and they journeyed from Misko, Vayachnu Bechashmoina, and they camped in Chashmoina. Vayisu Mechashmoina, and they journeyed from Chashmoina, Vayachnu Bemeseris, and they camped in Meseris. Vayisu Mimeseris, and they journeyed from Meseris, Vayachnu Bivne Yakon, and they uh, journeyed. In the Bnei Yakon, and then Pesach Lamed Beis, Vayisu mi Bnei Yakon, they journey from Bnei Yakon, Vayachnu bechoyer Hagidgod, they camped in Choyer Hagidgod. Pesach Lamed Gimel, Vayisu mechoyer Hagidgod, they journey from Choyer Hagidgod, Vayachnu beYotvoso, and they camped in Yotvoso. Pesach Lamed Dal, Vayisu mi Yotvoso, they journeyed from Yotvoso, Vayachnu beAvroino, and they camped in Avroino. Pesach Lamed Hey, Vayisu me Avroino. They, they journeyed from Avrein Vayachnu beEtzion Gover, and they camped in Etzion Gover. Pasuk Lamedvov Vayisu meEtzion Gover, and from Etzion Gover Vayachnu beMidbar Tzin he Kodesh, and they camped in Midbar Tzin, which is Kodesh, which already at this point we already have a record in Parshas Chukas. It says in Perichov Pasuk Aleph Vayavoyu Kol Bnei Yisrokol Eido Midbar Tzin BaChodesh Harishon. So this is what the Pasik says here. And Rashi said earlier, this is not the same Kodesh Barnea, which was the place where uh, they were sent, the Midbar Poran, from where the Maraglim was sent. But this is a Kodesh, this is near Edoim. Uh, at the end, uh, this is already started the 40th year when they came there uh, in Kodesh, uh, even though as mentioned before, Rashi starts from Hayrahor in the 40th year, but this was already by Chodesh Rishon in the 40th year in which they came to Kodesh. And also these eight journeys from Mesedes to Hayrahor 
uh, Rashi brings down is also the Bnei Yakon, which Rashi mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, in in, in a few places uh, about the Yidden returning back eight journeys uh, after uh, Aaron passed away in Her Hohor, uh, that they went backwards. Um, the Pesach says, Vayisu Mikodesh Vayachnu Behoir Hohor, so they went uh, from Sharon from Kodesh and they camped in Hodahar at the edge of the Eretz Adim. In Kodesh was the Mrs. Miriam and um, also the store with the story with the main Meriva. And then the Pasik says in Pasik Lamazaim, they journeyed from Kodesh, that's in the Midbar uh, Tzin, and they journeyed from there into Hoyrahor in Vikzayer Etz Adim. As uh, Rashi explained, that Hoyrahor was a mountain on top of a mountain. This is in Posik Chavbeis in Perik Chav. Yisum Mikodesh vayavoyu bnei Yisrael kol aida Hoyrahor. And Rashi says, "Kitapuach Kotn al Gabi Tapuach Kotn, a mountain on top of a mountain." And Rashi says that the three mountains that were left over was Har Sinai and Har Nevoi for Moshe Rabbeinu and Har Ahar for Kvuras Aaron. So the Pasuk said, Now in the Pasuk in Chukas, it seems that uh, when they were in Kodesh, it says that it was the Kitzei Eretz Edom. Because the Pasuk says, Vayishlach Moshe Malochim Mikodesh El Melech Edom. And in Pasik Tezayin, it says, So that Kodesh was the cuts of his Gevul. And here it says that the Hoyr Hohor was Bikitsei Eretz Edoim. Apparently that uh, after Edoim did not allow them to go by, so uh, they went on the other side of Edoim, and that is where the Hoyr Hohor was on the other side of Ed, Ed because the Pasuk over there, also Pasuk of Gimel, the Perikhov says, Al Gvul Eretz Adem Leimer, Behoir Hohor, Al Gvul Eretz Adem Leimer. So there's Gvul, Kitzei Eretz Adem, and here it says also Kitzei Eretz Adem. But apparently, that this was, the Hoyr Hohor was on one side of the Eretz Adem, and uh, Kodesh was on the other side of the Eretz Adem. Pasuk Lamad Ches, so Vayal Aaron Akoyin Al Hoyr Hohor Al Pi Hashem. So Aaron the Koyin went up to the mountain by the instruction of Hashem. Vayomos Shom and he died there. Bishnas Arboim on the fortieth year. The Tzeis Bnei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim. Once the Yidden went out of Mitzrayim. So again, the Yidden went out of Mitzrayim uh, in Nisan, and that's counted forty years later. In the 40th year, which means they spent already 39 years, and they were in the 40th year that started with that, uh, with that year. And on the fifth month, on the first day of the month, that is Rosh Chodesh Av, the Aleph Av, that is when Aaron died going up to the Hirahor. As we find over there in Pashas Chukas, Perichov, and Posik. Uh, and bring them up to the Hoyr Hohor. Over there the Pasik says, 
So there was not just Moshe, Moshe, Aaron, and Elazar were all up there, and the clothes, he took up the clothes from Aaron, gave it to Elazar, his son. But over here, the passage just talks about Aaron. Aaron Akoyin went up over there. And uh, and he passed away, and that was on the first day of, of the Chedesh HaChamish. Um, now, it's interesting, over here, the Torah says what day of the month. Um, like when it says, uh, sometimes it says, Bachoydesh HaRishoyin. As when it says they came, Mitzim doesn't say that it was Bechad Lachoydesh. A lot of times, uh, the Torah just says the month, and it doesn't say the date, and we say that it's Rishchoydesh. Because Lebo, Listaim El Lefarish. It's interesting that the Pesach of here spells out that it was Bechad Lachoydesh. The Pesach says, Pesach Lamatez, Va'arin ben Sholish ve'esrim as Shona. Arin was. Uh, 123 years old when he died in and then uh, the Paschal Paschal man by Yishma HaKnani Melech Arod so the Knani uh, the, specifically the king of Arod heard uh, uh, he was sitting on the south in the land of Canaan. This Canaani was sitting in the land of Canaan and he heard Bevoi uh, Bnei Yisrael. So what is it that the Canaani heard? It says, Vayishma HaKanani. So here, uh, there's nothing else related in the Pasik over here but that Arin uh, died. So we have to say, therefore, Vayishma HaKanani. Uh, that the Kanani heard that Aaron died. Uh, he was sitting by Negabaret Kinoan as the Yidn were coming. And so he must have heard that Aaron died. And um, the reason why the Torah is telling us over here, uh, again, even though in the Parshas Chukas in Perik Chofalov it says, Vaishna Kanani Melech Arod. Yoshev Hanegev, Kibo Yisrael, over there it says, Kibo Yisrael Darcha Yisrael, and by Lochem be Yisrael, and by Yish be Menushevi. So, over here, over there you can think that the reason that what did the Knani hear, that he heard, Kibo Yisrael Darcha Yisrael, that the fact that the Yidden came by the ways of the spies, as Rashi says, so the hearing would apply to the way they were journeying. But over here we see uh, the Pasuk doesn't mention Boy Yisrael, but it's just uh, so what did he hear? Is the Lamb of Rashi Mises Aaron in That he just heard, not that the Yidden were coming, but that the he heard that Aaron died. And what happened? Uh, and the pshat, what is we learned before that he heard that Aaron died, and what is Mevelochem Yisrael, is connected to the fact that because in Istalka and on COVID, the clouds of glory that surrounded the Yidden and protected them have uh, gone away once Aaron died. Because Savur, so therefore Amalek thought Shenit Narishus. That permission was already given now to have war with Yidin because there's no more clouds of glory surrounding them. So that's why the Torah writes it again 
to tell us that this is what took place, that it was Aaron's chus and that the Rani Kovet left, and not that the Knani heard, Kibo Yisrael Derecha Sorim, as it says over there, and he waged war with the Yisrael because he thought they're coming to wage war. And the pshat over here is, at the time that the Bnei Yisrael were coming. But uh, that's why the Pasik is writing it over here. Rashi over there explains that the Knani is actually the Amaleki. Uh, Rashi says, Rashi says that because they disguised themselves as being Knani, because they wanted the Yidin should pray the uh, against uh, uh, the Knani, uh, that the Knanim should be given their hands and they won't help them because they're really uh, Amalekim. Uh, so that's why uh, the Pasuk over there said they just dive into Hashem. But um, in any event, it does look like that the Kanani or the Amaleki, uh, that they actually lived in the Eretz Kenan, unlike uh, Edom, uh, Amun which were the Keni Knizi, the Kadmoni, which is not part of the Eretz Kenan. Because here in our Pasuk it says, Vuhu Yoshev Banegev Eretz Kenan. But um, it's strange because Rashi says that they spoke uh, the language of the Kananim, but uh, the question is, the area where they lived, if it was in Eretz Kanan and it was the Melech Arod over there, Kanani uh, Melech Arod, so what does it mean it was the Amalekim? Um, did the Amalekim come to uh, the Melech Arod? Uh, who was the Melech Arod? Was the Melech Arod part of the uh, deception that they were trying to trick them in that they were Kananim? Um, no, it's not clear. We're going to continue. Pasik Mem Aleph. Vayisu Mahoyr Hohor Vayachnu B'Tzalmoyna. Pasik Mem Aleph they journeyed from Hohor Hohor and they camped in Tzalmoyna. So, but we see that... Um, from Hor, the Pasik over there in Chukas, in Perichov, Pasik Dalet, it says they were still Lisboivis Eretz Edoim. So that means that it wasn't, Hor wasn't actually on the other side uh, of Kadesh, and they were both on the other side, uh, on the extreme sides of Eretz Edoim. Because it seems like before that, in, in Pasik Chukas, that from Kadesh, after asking Adam to go by, uh, he didn't let him go by. It says Vayeti So they went away and they went to Oyerahor. But it still doesn't say that they finally uh, there was next to his territory. But it still doesn't say that they went uh, circled around and around the Eretz Adam. That edge took place after Oyerahor. So that means that Oyerahor wasn't on the other side of Eretz Adam. But it was also next to Eretz Edom. The Kodesh was next to Eretz Edom, and Herahor was next to Eretz Edom. And from Kodesh, uh, from Herahor, they finally they circled and they went around the Eretz Edom. In Parshas Chukas, in Perik of Aleph, over there, the pasuk says that Vayisu bnei Yisrael vayachnu beoyves. So we don't have over there in the Parsha in between Hor 
and Oivais, uh, we don't have the other stops, but over here, the Pasuk puts in a few more stops uh, from Horahor Vayachnu Bitzalmoino, Pasuk Membeis Vayisu Bitzalmoino Vayachnu Bifunoin, from Tzalmoino they went to Punoin, and then from Vayisu Mipunoin Vayachnu Bioivais. So Oivais we already have there in Pasuk Yud Aleph, Perik of Aleph, that they went to Punoin. So these were a few more stops that is not mentioned over there in the Torah. And from Oivis they journeyed and they rested, they camped in at the boundary with Moyev. Rashi will say later on that Moyev was also on the south next to uh, Edom. They were all lined up basically or uh, uh, after Edom, you know, you circled Edom and then you came to, uh, to Moyev. As Rashi by the Masoyes, Rashi spells out in, in Shlishi, uh, Rashi will explain exactly how the uh, demographics, how the uh, map looked like. Um, uh, this stop in Iyavorim is also recorded earlier in Parashish Chukas, in Perik Chof Aleph, in Posik Yud Aleph, it says, Vayisu Me'oivis, Vayachanu Bi'iyavorim Ba'midbash, Apnei Mo'yov Mizrach HaShomesh. Now Rashi explained what is the meaning of Iyei Ha'avorim. Now Rashi teaches Iyei means Iyei I is Loshon Chorovois Fegalim. It's like Chorovois, um, heaps, uh, uh, broken down, destroyed homes, and heaps of stones. Uh, so there was a place that had Iyei, that had broken down and, and heaps of stone, Ha'avorim. Kimoi similar to what we find in the Posik in Micho Perikala Posik Vov, Li Hasoda. The to- the Posik says Visamti Shemrun Li Hasoda. That was the prophecy that Shemrun is going to fall in the hands of Sanchedev, Visamti Shemrun. Li Hasoda means that it's going to be seen in its destruction like Li Hasoda, like a field which is full of stones. So we see the Li is like a destruction of stones, a heap of stones. And the same thing is we find in Tehillim, Perikai in Tez, Pasik Aleph, it says, Somos Yerushalayim Le'iim. So that's a uh, morning for the destruction of Yerushalayim, that the enemies made it into Iim, they made it into a heap of destruction full of stones. So this is the meaning of the word Iye, and uh, Ha'avorim, Rashi taught before, that that was the passageway uh, that the people that wanted to pass the Har Nevoi to the land of Canaan, uh, the land of Nevoi was in between the land of Moyev and the land of the Amoiri, and over there was the Har, uh, over there, there was the Avorim, and there was the Iye, there's uh, like a heaps of stones and destruction, that was the Avorim, and that was the Gvul Moyev. Rashi over there in Pasigud Aleph. Uh, starts off by saying I don't know why it's called Iyim. Rashi says uh, but Rashi says why is it called Iyim he doesn't know it doesn't seem Rashi knows what the Taich is but it seems like he doesn't know why is it called a destruction but it's the Iyei and that was in the Gvul Moyov so that was from Oives to Iyavorim Posig Memhei and from Iim they went, now we call it just Iim, not Iim Havorim, but the Iim, and they camped in Divin God. 
it seems like that the reason the Torah calls it Eve and brings it down is because something happened over there that it was a destruction. Maybe Rashi doesn't know why it was called Eve because what, what exactly happened over there. Uh, so from Eve they went to divine God. Now, now the stops that we read over here, they're a little bit different than what we have to uh, uh, see. There's more places over here and also there's a little bit different names. Like over there it says, in Parshish Chukas it says, uh, that from the Ihavorim it says Mishom Nosova Yachnu Benachal Zorid that they camped in the Nachal Zorid. Now uh, and that's what it says in Chukas in Posikud Beis, and then it says from Nachal Zorid Mishom Noso Vayachnu Maiver Arnim. Rashi explains over there that they went the whole southern part of Moyov, uh, and then they circled Moyov. Until uh, they came around the northern, on the on the east of uh, Moyov, and they circled it around. Uh, and that's the Maiver Arnain until they came uh, on the side in between the Amoidi and Moyov uh, from the uh, from the east side of Eretz Canaan. Um, so the Nachal Zored was still on the south side, and then they circled it around, they came to Maiver Arnin. Uh, and then, uh, and then the passage just goes on talking about over there, about the wars with Sichen, Melech, and and Meg Machabosh, those weren't, uh, those weren't stops, and then we have the story with Bullock, but over here, uh, the passage gives you some other places, um, Pasik uh, there's no Nachal Zoret over here, so I don't know exactly how these fit in with the other stops over there. And they camped in Almond of Soima. And then Vaisum Almond of Soima, Yachnu Bahore, Havorim, Lifnei Nevoi. They went in the camp in Hore Avorim, Lifnei Nevoi. So this Hore Avorim had also to do with the Lechere, with the Iye Havorim, Bigvul Moyov. And we actually learned over there that they passed through. Uh, even by the Iyahavorim, they um, they um, they would pass through Teretzisro. But that looks like was on the um, on the southern side of uh, of uh, Moyov. Because by Iyahavorim, Rashi says in the post says Apnei Moyov over there in Mizrach Hashomesh. So it comes out that that was already on the northern side. Uh, so even though later on it says Mishom Nasova Yachnu Benachal Zored and the Yachnu Meiver Arnein, those are still uh, all on the uh, on the eastern side, uh, crossing over like in the like going over the Yarden, but you know some places with the Yarden, then there was the different mountainous areas in which they can cross over. And apparently that was uh, also the Hore Havorim, the Fnei Nevoi. They camped in the plains of Moyov by the uh, Yardin of Yerecha, which is in front of Yerecha, by the Jordan River, which is in front of Yerecha. And they camped on the Yardin. Mi base Hayishimis. This is the area that they took up from base Hayishimis Ad Ovel Hashitim, Barbis in the plain of Moiv. 
So this here gives the Torah the exact uh, stretch of area that the camp of the Jewish people took up from Rashi says here the Pasik teaches you the measure how large the Jewish camp was the camp of the travel it was there was 12 mil Rashi has mentioned this before already the 12 mil that that was the size of the um, of the camp, but the, we know this from this passage. The Amar Rabba, the Rabba, the Amar Rabba Vachono, for Rabba Vachono said, "Di Chaz Deo Asr." He saw this place. He saw the base Hashem Davla Shittim, and he says that it was three parsi by three parsi, and every parsi is four mil. So that means that it was twelve mil. This is from the Gemara Eruvin. Ovel Hashitim was Ovel Hashitim. Doctor in the Targum translated as Meishar Shitim. Ovel Hashitim doesn't mean the plain or the area of Shitim, even though the Targum teaches Meishar. But Meishar shall Shitim Ovel Shmoi. But rather that the plain of Shitim is called Ovel. Not that Ovel doesn't mean plain, but it's the plain of Shitim is called Ovel. because um, the um, the word plain is usually a loiner or a loiner or something like that. And so here, uh, Avil Ashiti means that it was the plain of Shittim, but its name was Avil in Arvismayov.